Hello there. You are about ready to listen to a very special sneak peek of our Patreon-exclusive show, Spider-Versity, where Sal from Comic Pop and myself dive deep into the Spider-Man movies leading up to Spider-Man No Way Home. If you would like to join us for the rest of our Spider-Verse spanning journey exploring movies like the original trilogy, Spider-Mans 1, 2, and 3, and The Amazing Spider-Men, be sure to head on over to patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers and become a patron today. Now on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Spider Versity. My name, uh, you're, uh, you're here, so you know. My name is DJ Wildridge, and if you're starting with Amazing Spider Man, well, I mean, thank you. First off, thank you, but also, uh, weird. You start back with Spider Man One, but uh, in case you don't know, with me as always is Sal. Sal, say hi to the kids at home. Hi, kids. I'm Sal. <laughs> <laughs> and for those that don't know, remind them. Uh, where they can find you and what you're up to. Uh, I am always up to comics, my friend. I'm reading comics, talking about them, and you can f- you can follow along with me at youtube.com slash comic pop or anywhere comic pop is found in the audio spectrum or in the video world uh, on YouTube, etc. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll have a good time. Come on by. Uh, uh, I love that. Just It's in the spe- like it's in the ether. Like anywhere you find audio or video, just pull out comic pop. Just look it up. and Look it up and it's there. Pluck it out of the tree, yeah. So um, as I mentioned, we've been going through all the Spider-Man movies leading up to No Way Home because guess what? Turns out they all count and um, literally yep. every single one of them. Um, so this was a good decision <laughs> we made. Uh, and we've di- we did the first three Spider-Man uh, Spider-Man movies directed by Sam Raimi and starring Tobey Maguire. And now we're off to something different. This is uh, Amazing Spider-Man, the first Amazing Spider-Man film um, to transition us. Uh, They were working on a Spider-Man 4 with Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire. And everybody was – based on my research, everybody was kind of like, well, I think we're done. I think we're not – (laughs) Literally, yeah. Like they were – you know, we've seen storyboards and like they're clearly working on – they're like, yeah, and and then Vulture and – Hey, you know, why don't we just not do this? Yeah, why don't we just not? Yeah, it's, you know what? Uh, that's and 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 honestly, um, um, on paper, I think that's the right instinct. Uh, and, and, but then we got Amazing Spider-Man, and then you there's question. I have questions. I have questions. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for them because this is the year. It's the same year. That Avengers comes out, they make this Spider-Man movie. Oh, woof! Well, and it was interesting. We've mentioned talking about um, the the uh, uh, other Spider-Man movies that um, it's interesting how post Sam Raimi, you know, Sam Raimi's films really kicked off the superhero renaissance. Uh, obviously, yeah. before that was Blade and then X-Men, but Spider-Man's like, hey, this is a thing now. And yes. but it's interesting how post Sam Raimi. We're we're cribbing notes off of other more successful superhero films. Specifically, yeah. the the biggest the biggest year for the Spider Man franchise is not any year that a Sam Raimi movie came out. Uh, it is the it is uh, the year Dark Knight and Iron Man came out, two thousand eight, right? Yeah. Uh, because uh, those those two films are uh, dictated the future of the franchise more than any Sam Raimi film. Completely. No, that was Hollywood going like, okay, yeah. that. Or this, and what's but interesting? Amazing Spider-Man's like, how about both? <laughs> yeah, yeah, how about both of them? Hold on, it looks like my camera uh, turned off. So, oh, oh, oh we're no. back now. Oh, good, we're back now. Never mind, sorry. All right. Um, 
Can you see me okay? Oh, actually, no, you can't see me, can you? I can't see you, but if it works, that's fine. Like, I'll, hold on, I'll hold on one second. Let us see what's happening here. Can you see right. me now? Hell yeah, yeah, you're back. Let me make a little note, because the kids don't need any of that junk. Nah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, so we, we've got uh, Dark Knight and Iron Man, and what's interesting is the lane they choose... Yeah. is the harder one to pull off, which is the Dark Knight lane. <laughs> it's like, what if we dark, we dark Knight it? And I think a lot of people, uh, uh, this this has been a trap that has befallen many a franchise. Um, uh, I specifically think of uh, Man of Steel and the whole Snyderverse thing, which is like, Completely. what if we, which, which is also in hindsight, it, now looking back, it was like, oh, well, this is always doomed for failure for a variety of reasons. Uh, yes. One of which is like, what if we do Dark Knight and the MCU at the same time? And it's like, but you might have to pick yeah. a lane on that one. <laughs> yeah, those two tastes do not taste great together. Um, and I think what part of what makes it complicated, what, what, having rewatched it now, because obviously the Sam Raimi films, even Spider-Man 3, I've revisited more than any amazing Spider-Man film. Same. Absolutely the same. And I kind of missed it. After seeing this, I was like, you know, maybe I was a little harsh on Spider-Man 3. Because- it, it, it is interesting because it's similar to, uh, you, you, I, yeah, I, I, felt, I felt similarly. Although I will say up front, that that prior to this, I, I watched it twice. A uh, friend of the show, Hector Navarro, uh, had me over to watch it in 3D because he was like, "If you're going to watch it, watch it in 3D because it is better in 3D." And he's right. That, that is it is objectively true. They shot it on 3D cameras, and you can tell mm. like like when you're watching a 2D, it's like, "Oh, this is a movie." Uh, when you're watching in 3D, you're like, "Oh, that you were trying things. It was just in 3D. You were doing you were doing visually interesting stuff. It was just in the 3D space, and so you're watching right. in 2D. Then that, that doesn't mean anything. Um, so if you can, I do recommend watching it in 3D. Um, uh, it, but then, it, and we it was with a group of people, and we were laughing and we were having fun, and it was it was really like a, the ideal way to watch it. Yes. And then I watched it again because, for those that don't know, I take extensive notes for this. And so I watched it again, very just me, very detail-oriented, focused on what the movie was doing. And that is objectively the worst way to watch this movie because Completely. it's like, yeah, wait. Paying attention to it hard yeah, does like, not help this movie. Wait, this doesn't make any sense. Um, no. I, I watched it alone yesterday while eating dinner, and I was just, like, looking at it like – like, I could – I was literally halfway through. I'm like, okay, so – I watched all of Spider-Man 3 without nearly as much hemming and hawing as this. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, that doesn't work. That- yeah. Well, and, and it is interesting, too, it, it, that the I think we can both agree that, that um, if we're being generous, Spider-Man 3 is not a good movie. It is not. Uh, but even in its not goodness... It is fun and it has it, it's entertaining and and yeah. this especially the 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 notes process of this one it's like this one was a chore this one it's just it's just because it's this not was, like this was work it's not like fun it's it's just no. like yeah. um, but anyway and so and I think the other thing going back to the Dark Knight of it all or specifically the Batman Begins of it all yeah. um, I think of all the franchise that tried to do the dark and gritty reboot uh the one example i can think of that it worked was casino royale and the thing that Mm. james bond has in common with batman is batman has a very clear origin point but like from that to batman was uncharted territory agreed similar to james bond like we've never spent any time of like what how did james bond become james bond right spider-man 
not only has a very popular origin, his origin movie is one of the most popular superhero movies ever. So we already know. So you're not you're just doing it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I I kind of like it's interesting to see this movie because it is it's it's clear that Sony doesn't know what to do. <laughs> you know, they're like it, it felt quick, like rushed. You yes. know, like we don't we're not making four. Let's make this. And we'll just pull from everything and just make this thing. Um, I get why Feige was like no origin. Yes. With MCU Spider-Man. Like, I get it. He's like, because it's, it's like almost two-thirds of the movie is all this buildup. And I'm like, who cares? Yes. Like, and who doesn't know? And then you get to it. You get to the origin. Like, the, the every, and I'm like, this is, this none of this is working. Yeah. It's like, what if we did what Spider Man 1 did, but also took longer? It took longer. <laughs> yeah, it took longer. And made it less, well, made it more complicated and, yeah. and less fun. There's no joy in this movie. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, uh, and it's like we talked about with Spider Man 1. One of the things it seemed like we, we were kind of both enjoying about it was the proficiency of the way it, like, yeah. got to, like, like, oh, literally yeah. within like five minutes, he's bit by the spider. Like, we know what we're doing. We're doing it. Let's go. Yeah. We get it. Like, we get his relationship with Uncle Ben, Aunt May, Mary Jane, and Powers. Boom. Doom, moving boom, on. Done. So, anyway, but let, that's uh, that's our early early thoughts, in case you kind of wanted to know where this is going. Early thoughts yeah. on Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man. This is going to go. Uh, yeah. Let's dive into it. So, uh, the synopsis on IMDb is, after Peter Parker is bitten by a genetically altered spider, he gains newfound spider-like powers and ventures out to save the city from the machinations of a mysterious reptilian foe, which, other than those last two, literally one word in that, it's like, well, that's a... We've already gotten that movie. It's the same damn movie. Yeah. Uh, he, this one shocked me. Rotten Tomatoes. The Rotten Tomatoes scores a 72%. No. It, it is fresh. It is certified fresh. And the audience scores 77%. That's insane. Baffling. Because that, like no. you, I will say, like you, especially what, revisiting, I was like, well, you know what? There are parts of it that do work. Yeah. Um, but 72% is because I thought I thought culturally we were on the same page. Like, hey, amazing was a misfire. <laughs> Right. I, I Now I get, like, because there's a lot of rumors going around about No Way Home, because No Way Home has not, at the t- time of this taping, uh, come out yet. Yes. So we still don't know. Yeah. But I get why now there is so much hype around Andrew Garfield, because apparently he's most people's favorite Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, according, according to, to this, this. These numbers. According to these numbers, he's, he's people's most favorite. Uh, uh, just a side note, how hilarious would it be if Toby and Andrew Garfield do not show up in No Way Home? Oh my God. I kind of hope they don't. Like, just just for the just for the outrage alone. It'll just be nonsense. I'll be scrolling through TikTok just like, ah, just one collective scream from 18 different people. Yes. I, yes. I would love to see that. That would be great. Uh, so, uh, the critics' consensus on Rotten Tomatoes is a well-chosen cast and sure-handed direction follow the amazing Spider-Man allow the Amazing Spider-Man to thrill, despite revisiting many of the same plot points from 2002 Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, sure, it is directed by Mark Webb, who most famously did uh, 500 Days of Summer. He directed the pilot for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is a show I recommend. Uh, and he's also doing the Snow White reboot, which I did not care about, but I just recently got a, as of this recording got an early screening of uh, West Side Story, and Rachel Segel was really, really good in it. So uh, good for her, and she's going to be Snow yeah. White now. It was written by James Vanderbilt, Steve Cloves, and of course Alvin Sargent, who also worked on two and three. And we commented on this that we didn't like. What did Alvin Sargent work on other than these Spider-Man movies? Uh, yeah. Found out in doing research for this, she is actually he he is actually was the husband of Laura Ziskin, who was one of the main producers on this. And it's like, oh, now we get it. Now it makes sense. And also, Laura Ziskin passed away before this movie was released. Like a lot of people. James Horner, who did the score for it, passed away after this movie. Wow. Um, 
Irfan Khan, who uh, is unfortunately woefully underutilized in this movie, has passed away big since. Time. It's like yeah. if you're big uh, in believing in like movie curses, it's like I, I'm surprised this one's not on more people's circuit. Like a lot of people associate with are no longer with us. Yeah, um, of course. It has Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, uh, Reese Eifens as Kurt Connors slash Lizard, Irfan Khan, just like I mentioned, uh, Dennis Leary as Captain Stacy, Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben, Sally Field as Aunt May, uh, Campbell Scott as Richard Parker, and Beth Davis as uh, Mary Parker, Chris Zilka as Flash Thompson, and C. Thomas Howe as Jack's father, and just to point this out, uh, he was in a movie called Soul Man, where he did blackface, and I watched the trailer for it last night. And it is shocking. It is. Oh. It is. It was. It came out. It came out the year I was born. And it's like this is. Oh wowie we woe. Uh, anyway, mm. um, let's dive into the movie. So uh, we get little little hints. The the musical uh, vibe is different right off the bat. Uh, I do yeah. think James Horner scores one of the uh, one of the high points of this movie. Um, but it's definitely more serious. Uh, oh, oh yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's yeah, serious. Uh, That's what this movie is. It's just every time they like, there's a little bit of joy. They're like, wait a minute, wait no, a minute. we're no, Batmaning this because serious. Because when you talk about this cast, this reminded me. If you named, if you just said, if you if you went, you know, to me in the past and said like, by the way, they're gonna make a Spider-Man movie. Here's the cast. I'd be like, wow, it'd be like Batman Begins when they mm-hmm. announced the cast ahead of time, and you're like, there's no way, what? Yeah. Like that's an amazing cast, and it is an amazing cast woefully underutilized but it's also they're clearly being pushed into a serious direction yeah everybody it, has to be deadly serious super serious and when you talk about the cast and everything there are a lot of moments watching this movie that i was like it would make more sense to me if this was the move this was the first spider-man movie and then the same ring it's like after this one same raimi came in and like no this is what the character is and you're like yeah this is what we wanted like this is yeah this felt like this felt like a like a late 90s uh like a 90s version of like we're still not super confident about the character so we've got to do these things to Totally. sell it better yes yes yeah it feels much more like a studio picture yes than a uh than, than even the spider-man movies um so the the we get a little bit of the cg webbings but webs but like no opening credit sequence which if i'm being honest i kind of missed take time and we start with um a, a mystery that uh every once in a while the, the comics will go to and nobody cares about and so it's nope. uh, it's nobody's favorite plot line <laughs> what happened to peter's parents we've got young peter parker playing hide and seek with a, a very a very like dour kind of scary hide and seek with his dad and his dad's not fucking around it he like sets a booby trap of like shoes yeah. and a hat like uh <laughs> yeah, just a just a deadly serious game of hide and go seek with his deadly serious father. Uh, Ugh. And we see that I guess somebody had, has broken into uh, Richard's uh, in, uh, office, uh, home office, right? Um, and they run away. Uh, he, he grabs his son. He runs away. They take him to Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Um, uh, we do see, I should mention, because this is uh, um, important and it's very lame, uh, we see on his billboard, we see, or billboard, his blackboard, we see like spider stuff. His dad's doing spider stuff. And, ooh, yeah. Boy, do Yeah, I like we it. need that. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and it's funny because like in the Ultimate Comics, Richard Parker was a scientist who was working on the Venom suit and uh, worked with a number of notable characters who appear in not only Ultimate Comics, but also in Ultimate Spider-Man. And so you're, you you can tell they're kind of like playing with that. But for some reason, and I remember the trailer for this movie, they were like, we're really leaning into the mystery of Peter's parents. Yeah. And I don't know who thought that was a good idea, <clears throat> but you can feel someone upstairs 
who really cares about this. Like, someone is like, don't forget that the thing... Like, yeah, it's about Spider-Man, yeah, whatever. But, like, it's really about this mystery. And it's like, they never answer it with any sincerity or validity. And it's just, like, every time it reminds... Every time they remind you of it, it just... Like, the movie's just like, hit the brakes on this thing. And it's just... It's... it's, This is not... It's funny, because I know it's coming, right? You know that, like, the airplane scene from the next movie's coming. Mm -hmm. And it's like... That's more egregious than this, I think. But this is pretty rough. Well, and they hint around it. And, and I'm gonna, also going to be candid. I think when I first watched, I actually think I watched this after I'd seen Amazing Spider-Man 2. I watched Amazing Spider-Man oh. 2. Um, we covered it for SourceFed. And then I saw it because I saw the trailers for this and I was like, mm, no thanks. And, <laughs> um, uh, and But then I saw two and I'm like, okay, I'll go back and I'll watch one. And so for me... It, my memory of two kind of bleeds together. Yes, yes. But they're definitely even here. They're definitely like uh, somebody watched Ang Lee's Hulk and was like, you know what? That's a great idea. And it's that's, not though. It's no that's, like that's here's, a, here's the yeah. thing. It basically starts making Peter as like a chosen one. Like the idea that his dad was working on it, and like there's a lot of like uh, the. It, it's implied that a lot of like Peter's science knowledge comes from his dad, as if you can inherit that genetically. Yeah, and it's gross. I don't like it. Peter should just no. be a dude that was bit by a spider. It doesn't need to be some sort of destiny. <laughs> no, and and it could just be he likes science because Uncle Ben told him his dad likes science. Like that's all you need. There you go. But we're they're gonna get in the weeds with the whole inherited destiny thing because later they're gonna be like you know you get those powers because of your father like yes. it's like what? gross none of this works and it and then it not, and it doesn't line up because of like the circumstances by which Peter gets his powers, it's just like, no, none of that works. And your other option, you mentioned the ultimate backstory. The other option is the mainstream MC or Marvel where, where they're, they're, super, spies. Where they're super spies. And it's yeah, like, they're secret agents. And, they- <laughs> and, and beyond that, even if they're just people, which they should just be people, the, the, if you're trying to broach not just that, but the loss of Uncle Ben and this, it's just a tragedy pile up. Like you can't. No. It's no, a bad choice. Sorrow comes from Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben's death is the saddest. We don't need to worry about Richard Mary. Like it. It's not like. It, listen, every YA story, mm-hmm. every every single YA story kills the parents, or at yes. least one of them. But it doesn't like complicate it by being like, my parents are dead. My father figure then dies. Like they don't like they don't make it all piled up unless it's uh, a series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, you don't complicate the. That's what it's. It's about tragedy. Yeah. This is just like Uncle Ben is the. Is the fulcrum Uncle Ben? Well, he'll, we'll get into it. when he when yeah. he talks about the 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 overly complicated, super serious version of his mantra. Yeah, it's like it's not even Uncle Ben. Yeah, which is also like contextually, it's like weird. Like I feel like you're kind of blowing this out of proportion. But anyway, completely, we're we're we're, we're not even close to that yet. No, no, you're we've right, got a whole right. other half of the movie to get through. He's got to get powers first, and that's another forty five minutes. Jeez. Anyway, um, so so they, they run off. Peter's dropped off with uh, uh, aunt, his uncle, aunt and uncle. Yep. And um, the, I love that the mom leaves with very g- generic. Uh, he likes to have the crust on his sandwiches removed, <laughs> and he needs a nightlight. And it's like, well, do you even know your kid? Does he have other interests or things? Right. Nope. 
No, nope, these uh, are the things that I remember. I should probably be grateful because if they tried to be more specific, he's like, he likes spiders. Stop it. Just, yeah, just oh, cut it out. Yeah, you're right. They would have been like, he likes insects. He has a bug collection. Uh, yeah. So uh, we segue to Peter in high school, and it's still Lord of the Flies. It's That's one thing that doesn't change uh, no matter what. Um, uh, he gets hit in the head with a basketball from Flash. Uh, a hot girl asks him if he's busy Friday, but it's to take pictures of her boyfriend's car. Yep. We find out that Peter's a skateboarder, which fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, you know, I remember it being super egregious when it came out. This time I'm just like, nah, whatever. They're, they're trying something. You know, he doesn't, I, I, for the longest time until they like actually address it, I was like, he's not really a nerd at all. Like no. he dresses like most people at this age. He's obviously much older than everybody who should be in yes. school, but like it, it's, it's a little closer. Um, but he doesn't wear glasses, but then it turns out he wears contacts. But, oh. like, I, I don't know. It's just, like, what is his problem? Yeah. You know? That's like, the thing. They, instead of positioning him as, like, a nerd or a dweeb, because it's, like, it, the, 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 I understand criticisms of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, but he's believably a dweeb. Like, that is his thing. Yes. This, they, for this, they kind of go with, like, an outsider. It's almost like James Dean, Rebel Without a Cause, outsider. And it's, like, that's not Peter Parker? No, That's cool. Peter, Peter Parker's not Peter cool. Parker, at this age, he would have absolutely been already getting laid. Like, there's no question yes. this dude would have been, like, crushing it. Because if nothing else, in his life. he looks like Andrew Garfield. <laughs> he looks like Andrew Garfield! There's nothing about him that, like, you know how like, Toby goes through the transformation. They, they at least the one shot where he has his shirt off, which is terrible looking, <laughs> you know, they CG him being all, like, you know, young Steve Rogers. Mm -hmm. And then he gets buff. This is just, he never gets more buff than he already is. Yes. He's just, he's just sexy Andrew Garfield, mm -hmm. which like, listen, with his, with his skateboarding mm -hmm. and his, his, his stuttering, uh, and, and his, you know, cavalier attitude towards authority, the chicks will be all over him. Exactly. The ones in his wheelhouse. And it doesn't make any sense to me, but I mean, they're going for something. They're like, we want, like, it's weird what they choose to like change and what they choose to keep. Yes. Or, and when they keep it, they have to change it too. Yeah. Like anything that has to, that is what it is. It's got to go. It's got to go. So anyway, um, uh, it's like whole thing, all the high school stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, students are like straight up making out, blocking his locker. And I I just always, whenever I see stuff like that, it's like, how many takes did they have to do? These pe these Ugh. like two people, they're just, I feel like it's, it'd be weird to film. Anyway. It's rough. It's rough. I've been in that situation. I was in a play once where I had to like make out with someone like 20 different takes. And I was like, you know, it was, it wasn't bad, but it was still like, exhausting it was like this is not comfortable well, and then, like, like, no one's enjoying this at this point. yeah exactly what if you're the girl and the guy's creepy or what i don't know anyway whatever yeah um, yeah mm-hmm uh, so we get more of uh, Flash beating up on a, on another kid, a young, uh, weaker kid, um, a and, Peter Parker character. <laughs> exactly, that, that's that's the real Peter Parker. Uh, and uh, Peter tries to stand up for him, but it, it ends up being and they the Flash beats the crap out of Peter. I like that scene though. Yeah, it's, I do too. Uh, honestly, the one uh, the 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 one of the things that kind of justifies this movie's existence is what they do with flash like like oh totally this is actually really interesting um, yeah well they they he knows his real name which means which implies the past history which they occasionally will retcon in that like yeah. peter and flash were friends when they were kids yeah like, that's real it's not a 616 story but like it is everywhere else so like i'll take that i like the idea that like peter and flash were friends Flash got cool, Peter didn't, and yeah. he left him behind. Well, but I know shit about what you were up to when mm -hmm. you were like five, so you know, don't forget it. But I like that. That was that was pretty cool. And Flash is partially irredeemable, but like 
you know, no one's going to stand in his way because he's rich and white. So like, whatever. Yeah. I, I actually, I, uh, Flash in the comics becomes a really rich and interesting character. Yes. Uh, and, and this is like the only, they do some of that with a uh, friend of the show, Tony Revolori. Um, but this is like, it's, it's interesting. We'll get, we'll get into that more later. Cause yeah. they do some, they do some uh, interesting stuff with it. Um, and then uh, Gwen comes up and gives Flash a stern talking to, which yeah. I don't know. Why this means anything to anybody? Like, why is this no. bad? <laughs> For that, I was like, "Are we doing it again?" Where it's like, is Gwen dating Flash? And then she just isn't. Yes. You know, like later she just asks him out, and I'm like, "Were they dating? Did they? Was there a deleted scene where they did date and she broke up with him? I don't know." But like, there's no way that she would just tutor Flash. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't see that happening. So yeah, it's and it's just really one of those, awkward. It reminded me a little bit of. um uh, light spoilers for promising own woman, but like the, her big thing is like she gives all these date rapist dudes a stern talking to, and that's yes. all they need. <laughs> and it's like, what reality do you live in? Like, why? Right. How is this enough? But anyway, I don't um, live in reality. I live in hyper reality. I live in hyper reality. Um, so uh, Peter and Gwen kind of connect in class, and this is the other thing that almost justifies this movie existence is yep. uh, Andrew Garfield and uh, 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 Emma Stone together. All of their scenes are like, oh, well, these are the best scenes in the movie. This is, this is why this movie exists. <laughs> yeah, completely. No, uh, I like it. Everyone talks about their chemistry where they're like, oh, their chemistry. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get it. But like, it's more that they're both good actors yes. who aren't like forced to be in the same scenes together. Yes. You know, like I, I dig it. But when they are together, you know, like there's a later scene where the two of them are together and it's it's exhausting. It's like watching a Hugh Grant love story where I'm like, all right, dial it down. I don't know if that's like what your your thing is, but like his the only time he is a dweeb is when he's talking to Gwen, but yeah. she thinks it's sexy, and I'm like, I don't understand what this is. Yeah. Um, but I do love. I mean, and I think that really is. I, I think it's just Emma Stone being great. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's great, and uh, um, uh, I, Andrew Garfield is is good in this movie, and I think he's a good pick for Spider Man. I will say, uh, um. I just saw him in Tick, Tick, Boom, and he's really good at that, the Netflix musical directed by Lone Manuel Miranda. And I will say that if I were to give notes, um, some of his affectations in this are a little theatrical. Like it's like a little like, well, we need to we need to crank that back down to a little bit more of a human level. Like, <laughs> right? There is a moment he has that I really like, where I'm like, that is what like a nerd would do at this point. And it's it's just it's just that the, when he it's when he's making the web shooters and he yeah. does this little like thing where he's like it's working. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like that's great. Uh, but yeah, everything else is kind of like all right, mm-hmm. all right. Like he's two characters. Yeah, like, he's really cool or he's Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. We're back at the Parkers. Uh, there's a flood in the basement. Uh, ben needs Peter's help with it because I guess his genius extends to fixing water. Like, like the, that's the implication. Like Ben asks him a question, and Peter has a kind of complicated answer. And it's like, okay, I guess he's an omni genius or whatever. Uh, uh-huh. Most learners I know aren't necessarily mechanically savvy, but whatever. Nope. Um, nope. Ben, of course, is able to clock immediately that Peter's been in a fight, um, and of course, it's Martin Sheen. Like he, ever since West Wing, he's every he's Hollywood's dad. Like he is yes. the dad. Like if if sure, I love Cliff Robertson. If you're gonna recast Ben Parker, especially at this stage in the Spider-Man movie making, Martin yeah. Sheen is. The, 
is the best choice. Um, and you're not going to spend so much money because you're only in the movie for a little while, and then you're never going to see him again. Yeah. So like, it works fine. Yeah, I, I like Martin Sheen in this. It's also one of those like it's it's shorthand. It's casting shorthand that I, you know, normally I ding a movie for. In this case, it's Martin Sheen. He's playing a bit character in Uncle Ben. It's fine. But like, I call it the Ironside effect, where it's like I need a character who you we don't have any time on the page to explain who they are, give them backstory or depth. Uh, you know, if they're like a bad guy and they're in a, you know, in a government or like, you know, corporate authority figure, just cast Michael Ironside. Everyone will get it. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. We all immediately know what we're going for and move on. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's a incredibly good point. But so, that's, that's Martin Sheen where they went, oh, we don't have time. Yeah. Uh, Martin Sheen, they'll be sad when he dies. <laughs> of course we will. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, da, 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 da. um, so it's the flood in the basement. So they're pulling stuff out, and Peter stumbles across his dad's top, like a top secret beef, briefcase. And, and Ben or May are like, "Oh, your dad told us to keep us uh, keep that safe." It's like, uh, "How are you doing on that?" That <laughs> was that. That was I. I got like Ben and Baru like vibes from that, where it was like, you know, hey, anything? I think those droids might have been stolen, and they're like, they they look at each other like, oh, geez, here we go. <laughs> like we, we we're blowing it already. Uh, in this case, I got them being like. We don't want you to have, I didn't want you to have found that briefcase. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to go down this road. I felt bad and, throwing and, it out, so the best I could do was just just shoving it under stairs. <laughs> yeah, just shove it under the stairs. Like, I'm not going to throw it away, but I'm also not going to give it to Peter at any point. He found it. Crap. Fine. Okay. Like, let's just try to downplay its importance, which I was like, I like that, but I hate this subplot. So, but I do want to award the movie as uh, an accolade when it earns one, and mm-hmm. I think in that case, there's actual acting and, and plot going on. It's just that who gives a crap because it's Spider-Man. It's not a mystery about who killed their parents because we never find out, and it doesn't yes. matter, and it's stupid. We don't, and also, I don't. I, based on these two movies, I don't think they knew what the mystery, like what's the solution to the mystery. Based on the post-credit scene, they have yes. no idea what they're doing. Oh my God! We'll get into that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, he, he da, 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 uh, in the briefcase he finds a picture of his dad and Kirk Connors. Of course, we don't know who that is yet. Um, yeah. uh, he also finds uh, uh, Oscar ID badge in his dad's glasses, which of course when he was a kid he was playing with earlier. And like you mentioned earlier, he takes out his contacts and wears dad's glasses. I guess they have they, the same prescription. Yeah, <sighs> sure. Okay. Uh, even though, like, whatever. Um, yeah, whatever. Indeed. Uh, Peter Peter finds a secret compartment in the thing, and it. And I like that the movie goes out of its way to imply that there's like a button in the briefcase to open the compartment. It's like, I think that's a, it's leather. a leather briefcase. Yeah, whatever. Okay. And then uh. Peter has this like crazy automated lock on his door. And it's like, well, you could just, you can't just lock it. You do, you can't get up and like turn a lock. Right. Okay. Yeah. What is this? Pee Wee's Playhouse. We need to have a whole Rube Goldberg machine so you could just show how smart you are. We know he's smart. It's Spider Man. We've seen three movies where he's smart. But. This is the first Spider-Man with web shooters on screen, so we need to really like sell we it. Sell it. I do because because the higher up said it's complicated. They won't believe it. So <laughs> I have questions about the web shooters, but I do like their inclusion. Same. Yeah, I do. I, I, again, it's like a lot. It's like I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, I wish you did it better. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so uh, he um, he finds the secret notes. Ben comes in. He um, uh, comments on how Peter looks like his dad, which he sort of does. Um, and uh, he he reveals that it's the the guy in the picture is Kirk Connors. And he also notices that uh, Peter has a picture of Gwen uh, on his computer. I do. There's it is a class picture, and there's another girl in that part. And I wish it was like no. I was talking about the other, not yeah. Emma Stone, the other girl. No, the redhead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So then, of course, uh, Peter does what anybody would do when when he's given a piece of information, like, oh, I've got to research this. He goes straight to Bing, because where else would you go? <laughs> Who doesn't use Bing? Yeah, it's the most, it's the world's most uh, popular web search option. Uh, also, I've got a, uh, I'm not a huge fan of using the search engine as an exposition machine of like, who no. Kirk Connors is, whatever. Yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> Peter goes to Oscorp. Uh, uh, he's stopped by the receptionist who thinks he's a part of, I guess, the internship program. And he just grabs a random uh, badge. Oh, I do need to mention when he's looking at the badges, he pauses and she's like, are you having trouble finding oh yourself? Oh, my God. She does it twice. And I'm like, no. And they, they will do that a couple times in this movie where it's just like, do you know who you are? Yeah, in case you, are you missed it. trouble finding yourself? <laughs> Um, in case you were hit on the head before walking into the theater, um, yeah. he picks a random badge of a, of a dude whose last name I think the last name is uh, Guevara. Yeah, uh, and I, and I had to wonder if maybe this was a dig at him because the character he plays, Eduardo Saverin, in Social Network is supposed to be of like I think it's Brazilian descent. Um, oh. and so I wonder if there's a dig at that. I will say I did look up the actual guy before I did this, and, and he does look like a lot like Andrew Garfield. You know, the classic Hollywood oh. where it's like okay, Andrew Garfield's the better looking version of that guy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly. But anyway, I just wondered if it had anything to do with that. Um, mm-hmm. um, there is a hollow billboard. A lot of hologram. It's interesting because when you when you do like read quotes from Mark Webb, and like he, I wanted to be more grounded. I wanted to be more realistic. <laughs> I wanted to be whatever. Yeah. And there's holograms all over the goddamn place. Uh, the, the, the key the key entry to a to a random door that has no like it's it's just. It just has hinges and a, and a knob. Yeah. Also, they still have to do. They do yeah. the holog- they, Yeah, they do the touch thing, but but it still functions like a key. There's no reason that that shouldn't be a keypad. It's not like it has nothing. It's no. not like genetically uh, it doesn't read your genetic. None of that. It's just a keypad. <laughs> it doesn't even look connected to the door. <laughs> it sure doesn't. Anyway, uh, but we get our first sort of look at Osborne and silhouette, whatever. Oh, I love that. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, they don't even know what they're doing. Like, they have no idea. They're just, they're, they were so impressed with themselves. You could tell by, like, the effort that it took to to construct the building. Like, the building is a character. Yeah. And then you find out later that they were like, oh, well, we actually were going to send the, 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 the files for the building to, to the Avengers guys yeah. to put uh, Oscorp Tower in there. And I'm like... Who cares about Oscorp Tower? Yeah. There's nothing distinct about it. It just looks like a stupid building with this dumb name on it. There's nothing about that that matters. And then like Oscorp or Osborne is like in shadow, and I'm like, you don't even know who Os- Osborne is. Yes, like, you, have, you have no idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it, and again, 
Irfan, and I'm going to bring this up a couple times, but only for the first half of the movie because that's the only part he's in. Yeah. Uh, Irfan Khan's huh. like right there. It's like he, you didn't did any did you talk? He could just be Osborne. Also, yeah, he could just be Osborne. He could just he could also be Kirk Connors. Like he's yeah. right there. Anyway, whatever. Um, yeah. We find out that Gwen Stacy is leading the interns, uh, and we also see the kid whose badge Peter stole is getting violently escorted out of the building. <laughs> Yeah, he's like screaming his head off. They're all making fun of him and laughing at him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is problematic. Uh, Not, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is also the convenience building. Oscorp. Kirk Connors works there. Gwen's there too. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. And oh, and there's an internship meeting happening right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, so he's, uh, uh, Peter's sort of a part of that. I love the way Kirk Connors introduces himself because it's immediately antagonistic. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you see my missing arm? Fuck you. I'm a great scientist. I'm doing all these great things. And it's like, whoa, nobody said anything. Like, why are you? Yeah. What'd you say so- about my arm? Dude, nothing. You said that. <laughs> You're coming in so hot right now. Nobody. Totally. It's 2012. We're not going to make fun of you for missing an arm, <laughs> guy. Like, Yeah. Yeah. No. It's really weird. He's super into I I do like the idea that he, like, that he's insecure about it. But also, you never see that outside of that one instance. It's not like he's, like, you get a lot of that in other media where, Kirk Connors is like, God, if only I had my other arm. Yeah. Uh, in this, it's more like, I don't have an arm. It'd be Deal funny if it. the movie like really like drove it home. Like people keep throwing stuff to him and he goes to catch it with a missing arm and he's like, oh, oh my, my arm. That feels that feels a little, oh yeah. I don't know. I think I might like that. I, I mean, oh. be, it seems a little cruel, but like maybe that's what it needs. Maybe, maybe that's how you, how you make him uh, human. I also I like know. when he's in there, like I am the foremost herpetologist in the world. I'm like, what? Yeah. Because that that just means you're a lizard, a lizard guy. You're doing high tech bioengineering here. They're not going to get a bioengineer. <laughs> yeah, they don't need the. It's like they don't need uh, great drillers to send into space to blow up the comet. Yes, they need great astronauts need to a- learn how to drill. <laughs> they don't need a lizard specialist to come up with cross species geneticism. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just a wild like. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will say, because especially when you get into the back half of this movie, uh, yeah. it, it, as far as um, the script and plotting, it really feels like it's been put through a paper shredder. So I went totally. and I looked at the deleted scenes and there's a lot of deleted scenes that like, oh, this is why you cast Reese Eifens. Like when you watch the movie, you're like, yeah. this could be anybody. Uh, and then, Easily. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the deleted scenes where there's it, it really humanizes the character a lot. I will say it doesn't – none of them really make the movie make any more sense. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those like, oh, I actually care about this person? Okay. I will say, broader note, uh, we do get it. We see him with a wedding band. We do get, in one of the deleted scenes, we get a hint of his kids. It is genuinely a baffling decision that we don't engage with Kirk Connor's family at all. Like That's really weird. That's like, uh, other than becoming a lizard man, that's kind of his main, that's what makes yeah. him becoming a lizard man problematic. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's sad he's a lizard man, is that he has a family and he needs to get back to it. Otherwise, yeah, I completely forgot about the like the pathos of Kirk Connors. Yeah, because he's so he's just a monster. Uh, the way I the way I looked at it, I, I remember uh, seeing like all of his transformation sequences, and I'm like, did Reese Ivans really want to be in a werewolf movie? Is that the idea? Because you know, how, like some actors yeah. get their craw, like uh, Chris, uh, like what was it? Ben Kingsley was in was in Blood Rain yes. because he's like, I always wanted to be a vampire. 
And I'm cool. like, you could have picked other projects to be a vampire. Oh my god, I forgot Ben Kingsley is in fucking Blood Rain. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I imagine that Reese Ivan's the same way, where he's like, I tried out for, you know, Del Toro's uh, werewolf movie. I didn't get it, so next best thing, Lizard. Yeah. And, because uh, he really is, like, going for it. He's going for broken his transformations, and I'm like, he seems like he's enjoying this. I'm not. Yeah. But... So whatever. Anyway, uh, so he's That's a herpetologist. Um, uh, he wants to fix himself. He wants to make. But is a... he also a derpetologist? Yes. Uh, he also wants to uh, make a world without weakness. Which, if I'm being honest, sounds like Nazi stuff. Um, uh, it, really weird. It, but this is the kind of thing that they shove in the mouths of these scientists, where they're like, "We're going to make a world without death or weakness or sin or whatever." And it's like, yeah, all right. Carno's mo- motivation is, is in, in this is is very abstract and hard to follow. Like I for, and I also it's very ambiguous how much of because there's moments where it's like he's a good guy, but the lizard's the bad guy, and then there's it's just confusing. Yeah, it's but then he mess. knows about like he's clearly a, like he's complacent in the Parker's death, so it's like he's yes. not that good. Yeah. Um. So uh, uh, he asks if anybody knows how he plans to make a world without weakness, and of course, who knows the answer? Peter knows the answer because he's the science's special boy. Um, yeah. Uh. And uh, this is this moment is cute again. Like the the Peter Gwen stuff works. Gwen introduces yep. her introduces Peter as um uh he's the second in his class, and uh yep. Gwen and Peter have a little exchange. Second. I'm like, ah, this is cute. I'm into this. Yeah. Yep. Um, they, uh, they giant, again, the hologram technology is crazy. We get the tree of life with, with all oh the crazy God. hologram stuff. Yeah. Um, so Peter goes to follow Kurt. Gwen stops him. They have another little, she's like, are you following me? Uh, which is, she says it like it's cute, but it's like, if you really think that that's creepy. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, cause he is, and, and I, I like that he isn't. Yes. You know, cause like that I appreciate as opposed to, cause he does take a picture of her, but like. I kind of get they they set up that he is a photographer and he takes pictures like for fun. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get that. Like I find it less creepy than like when Peter's taking pictures of Mary Jane for the school paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you're not going to use that in the school paper. Yes, we know what you're using that for, and we can't show it in this <laughs> PG-13 movie. No, I like That's that, right. and, I, and I will say uh, I do like that they keep. I am bummed that we never see him get a job, but I oh. but I am glad we keep the photography aspect of it. It's a, it's a part of the character that really means something to me, and it kind of yep. bumps me out that we've lost it in the MCU movies anyway Wait, who knows yeah who knows um maybe the um uh, andrew garfield will hand him his camera with the peter peter parker's name <laughs> plastered name on the on back it? anyway yeah uh just in case you leave this behind so the villain could find out who you are um oh, woof. uh anyway so they have their little little uh exchange uh peter bumps into irfan khan um uh who he, again he's basically the board remember in spider-man one the board that green goblin yes kills? that's irfan oh, khan no. in this movie um <laughs> Yeah, we should send this to the uh, oh god, the veterans hospital. Yeah, uh, and by the way, Irfan Khan's character has a name, but I don't give a shit, so I'm not going to no. use it. <laughs> no, gonna... it's it. It's not related to anything in the comics. Like it's just they made up another name. Yeah, it was supposed to be the rumor was it was supposed to be a character like named Van Adder, who I guess was like a proto Green Goblin, but that also okay. is lame. So I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Uh, no. He should have just been Osborne. He would have been a great Osborne. He would have been a genuinely good Osborne. But it would have been like a, a bold choice. right? Right, like yeah. as opposed to like a ginger with cornrows, it would have been like, "Hey, here's a person of color." Yeah. Like, interesting. Nah, he's a good actor. He's got he 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 can, has a 
at least here he's he's a, a kind of a threatening president. It worked. Yeah, it he's worked. imposing. Anyway, yeah. um, again, this is where we get to the nonsense keypad that could have just been a, a punch number keypad for because it functions the same way. And yep. uh, Peter, the, uh, this is important because it's kind of confusing later. Peter follows Irfan Khan into the biocable development unit. Uh, yeah. Which has the double zero sign from his dad's notes, which doesn't mean mm-hmm. anything. It's just a nope. uh, sign it to the looks audience. Like eyes. That's it. Sure. Um, he sees it. units of web fluid, which is convenient and will also be confusing later. Um, yes. Peter goes into the crazy spider room. I'm not sure why. Like, he looks in, he sees the spider. He's like, I'm going in this room. I'm going in this room. No explanation as to why he's in there. No explanation as to how the room functions nope. because spiders can just fall out of the cage. Yeah, he. he, he touches one web and the this the whole incredi- thing opens yeah it opens up it's like oh I guess we, we're dumping our spiders now <laughs> yeah right and then they dump all the spiders on him now I thought it was gonna be like freaking Batman Returns where he just gets bit by all the spiders yes. and they forgot that like nope he just pu- he pushes them all off of him doesn't lose it like anyone would in that scenario and then uh, leaves and carries one along with him yes um, and uh, 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 so now we cut to Connor's in a meeting with Irfan Khan and it's like but wait, you just were in the spider room. Where you were did- just in that room. <laughs> like you, you, you left there to go here for no reason. To go back there means there might have been some editing issues where it's like maybe those were out of sequence. But either yeah. way, anyway. Um, so uh, we learn uh, that what Connors is specifically working on is to restore Osborne, which which is is interesting on paper. The idea that Osborne has some sort of life threatening disease that this is supposed right. to fix, and it's like, but how long has he had that? Because the 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 amount of time. Connors and Richard and Richard Parker have been working on stuff is going to be a lingering question for me because it's oh, like yeah. there's stuff that's just they're not using that's just sitting around from 15 <laughs> years ago but whatever yeah um uh so Peter comes back and Gwen sees him and is frustrated asks for the badge back and it's like but wait what do you think you what do you think he was doing I guess he just wandered off like, yeah hey, but if like you want to be part of the tour I get it but like you went off the grid and she know. knew that she saw him leave so what does she yeah. think he did I don't know why she's mad now she was I'm not sure why she's okay mad. with it then but mad now well and then she's not mad later so it doesn't even matter like there's he might as well have just not interacted with her but he needs to reason to leave in haste yes and and uh. this is also where Peter gets bitten um, which which yep. which again this is this is functionally similar to yeah, uh, uh, first Spider-Man where he's with Mary Jane and then he gets bit. Except we're twenty minutes into the movie, um, right? <laughs> and he reaches for the spider, like, and but somehow I guess misses it. Anyway, yeah. Now we're on the subway. Um, uh, Peter's sleeping on the subway because he's already feeling the effects from the from the spider. Um, some yep. random dude places a bottle on his head. Which uh, I don't even know. Is this a? G- I get it that this guy's supposed to be a dick, but I don't even know what the prank is supposed to be. Anyway, right. um, I don't know. And somehow the, the this is for me. It maybe maybe I'm interpreting this wrong. Like we see that CG zoom in, the water oh. comes down the bottle and hits his head, and that's what like activates Peter's spider ability. It's like not the right bottle being played. I, am oh. I supposed to be impressed that the water is what woke him up? <laughs> right, like and yeah, and that's like the closest thing to spider sense we get because it's just like. His heightened his heightened senses. Yeah, there's another thing uh, that hints at that. The when after he gets the abilities, like he's like hearing better, like he feels wind and stuff. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Thank you. Uh, Um, And then we get the Joker scene where (laughs) he beats the hell out of everybody on the subway train. Yay, uh, our hero beats up people. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he assaulted that woman for no reason. Yeah, uh, that scene made me feel weird. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, Peter jumps on the ceiling, and there's this, like, 
this like weird stutter zoom, like like it's a trailer. Like this this is the <laughs> yeah. trailer. Like, ooh, isn't this cool? Um, yeah, he tries. Yeah. To- that shot looks good though. I will say he he looks good uh, like upside down. I was like a lot of the Peter Parker sticking to things looks really good. It looks really good, and I don't honestly I don't hate this sequence. So the one thing that makes me feel weird is he goes to comfort the woman and like holds her and it's like don't do don't do don't that. touch her but he needs an excuse and then i remembered it happening again in into the spider-verse and i'm like so clearly pascal or Arad just likes the idea of peter touching people and then like right when he gets his powers and then or, and then getting it stuck there because it happens to miles yep. and it's a whole thing uh and, and he then, rips her shirt off which feels unnecessary it feels like it could have been totally. any whatever uh, uh-huh. uh so and then but he gets funny uh-huh. uh uh it, this uh, was a fight with the subway people uh and it's it's fun and it's it's fine uh, it is yeah. weird because he does like moves and it's like did is there is there like spider martial arts that you get from the right. bite like <laughs> yeah well maybe it's like his his instincts are kicking in, and he's seen martial arts, so he's mimicking them. He's not actually good at them, but he's just pretending to do the things that he... I don't know. That, you, that, I got nothing. That's actually a pretty good point, because it's not like he's doing, like, kung fu or anything. But it, no, it just feels... He's just moving his arm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the one part I do really like about this is when the guy... And, and this doesn't justify it, but hey, if he's got the skateboard, this is a good way to utilize it. Where the guy oh, goes to that. hit him yeah. with his own skateboard, and he's like, don't do that. Don't do it. No, not my board! <laughs> and then he just hits him on the arm, and it, like, shatters. He's like, that's... I like that. Yeah. Also, gets rid of the board. Although he does use it later, but still. Yeah, and we do see... I, I was confused about that, too, but we do see he's got multiple boards in his room. Oh, of course. And they've got, like, <laughs> equations on them, which is like, I guess that's cool. Because he's such a nerd, yeah. man. You know, he's a, he might be cool looking, but, like, you know, when he's not skateboarding, you know, he'll stop and then be like, oh, I just thought of this amazing alphanumerical equation and then he'll write it on the board he has no other place just he has no surface yeah listen uh, uh, nerds aren't cool even though this actor was literally in a movie about one of the most successful nerds in history but whatever yeah um so uncle yeah. ben and aunt may are waiting for peter i do have questions you're on that side of the world i do have questions on like why is it dark now right like when did he yeah. leave how are the uh, there's yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But because uh, it's implied that it's like super late, and it's like, yeah, but he left at date. I assumed like three p.m. I thought that was when yeah, he was leaving. Yeah. I don't. I mean, if he left school at three, you know, maybe a couple. It depends on what time of year it is. Maybe it was daylight <laughs> savings, and like, you know, because he he's got to go from the city into Queens. Eh, it could be. It could be kind of dark. I would accept dusk. Yes, <laughs> it's very dark. Will accept us. Um, a fly buzzes pla- past Aunt May, and he catches it like it's a bullet. Like, look out! He's like grabs it. That was I like that. Even I like that because Aunt May's like, "What's wrong with you? It was a fly." But I like him being like, "I don't know how to react to my." It's like the stimuli, so it's like, yeah. ah! like my brain told me there was a threat, and it's like I guess it wasn't, but I didn't know that. That was cool. I was like, I was like, that's that's neat. Do you it's think a neat little moment in a like hundred million dollar movie that shouldn't exist? Do you think? there was any conversation of him eating the fly. Cause part of me oh, wanted yeah. to just pop that fly in his mouth. <laughs> Completely. There's no way there was not a hard fought sequence where someone out of touch <laughs> and someone barely in touch was like, this is, this is going to make or break the movie. Yeah. Like, do not do <laughs> don't, this. Don't or do you this. Must, I, or you have to do this. Cause I feel like I'd be, if I were Mark Webb in this situation, if I were directing this movie, I'd have to, I'd look around and be like, he shouldn't eat the fly. Right. Because part of me right. really wants me to fly, but he shouldn't do that, right? That'd be like, weird, that, that's right? That's not a good idea. That'd be weird in a like, bad way, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pop it in. Yeah, I can see Pascal being like, don't make don't it. Don't do that. Right. It's like, I feel like, the you know, well, the um, I would think of the Cronenberg movies I've seen. It's like, but maybe oh. he should eat the fly? Maybe? Just the one? Okay, right? all right. 
Yeah, if you're gonna go full, t- if you're do- if you're gonna do something else, <laughs> <laughs> if this were a different movie, um, yeah. So I, and Peter is acting like he's uh, high out of his mind, like he's totally pulling a, literally a frozen mac and cheese from the fridge, like all the food, and it's oh, he just loads it, and they're just standing there watching him like he's on TV, and like oh yeah, he's hopped up on goofballs. Mm-hmm. There's nothing they can do about it. It is they're weird like- how chill. Uncle Ben and Aunt May are about it. I'd see like, yeah, I'd have more questions. Um, yeah, they're just watching him, like watching him be weird. I mean, he is weird. Like, he's eccentric in this movie before he gets the powers, yeah. but he is. And he's sweating like crazy. Um. Uh. It, yeah. It's he's clearly going through stuff. Uh. This all builds to a joke about apparently nobody likes Aunt May's meatloaf. Uh. And yeah, and I that's, like that too. And that's Aunt May's takeaway. Wait, nobody likes my meatloaf. I'm not gonna listen. Peter's come home hopped up on drugs all the time. <laughs> Uh, completely yeah yeah we were but, kids uh, once we grew up at in least the 60s he's eating. Uh, yeah. uh, you don't like my meatloaf what uh martin yeah. was like i'm in an apocalypse now all right this, this is gonna work out okay uh, um, <laughs> uh, uh may uh yeah, yeah yeah so um peter in the bathroom pulls like like from the wound there's like what like the spider was like a bee and it left its stinger in him <laughs> yeah he pulls out a like thread of webbing i don't get it yeah, I don't get it. I don't like it. It was in the trailer, and I was like, "What?" I saw the movie again. I'm like, it "Still doesn't make any sense." And I wonder if this uh, was just a way that, like, we know the spider's dead. He keeps the spider. No silk in this Marvel universe. No, she's oh, dead. No. He's not. Nobody else is getting bit by this spider. No, That's sir. That's right. That's right. Um, I don't know. Weird. Uh, so now we get the sequence where he's learning his abilities. He absolutely demolishes his clock and, and the bathroom. Uh, I like that moment too, where he smashes. It's just it's so fast. He, they they really insist on him being fast in this movie, which I really like. Like his yeah. his speed and his and his and his skills slash reaction time. I'm like I'm liking this. Um, again, it's tedious as hell because we've seen him be like, "What? I used to be normal, but now I'm superior." Like there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing that's gonna make me more bored than doing that again yeah what if we saw peter get his powers again but without the joy that yeah. toby mcguire <laughs> no had fun. in the other one yeah um yeah. what if it's all just the worst stuff um so yeah, him breaking the sink yeah uh and this is where we talk about where like he peter's in his room and he hears the spider climbing on his boards and he seems like super sensitive to everything and this is where like andrew garfield's theatrical tendencies are really like dialed up <laughs> dialed up to 11 yeah he's really going for it um, again, he goes back to being, he being's spider bites. And then he starts to look, re- look up his dad. And I did just like, when he's typing Richard Parker, Richard Pryor's name pops up in the little, like, do you mean this? I don't know. It was funny to me. Uh, yeah. and then all the, <laughs> all the keys stick to his fingers, which is one of those moments. that's like cute, but also like, now I have questions of like, how does he turn it off? How does the sticking work? Is it, can you turn it on yeah. and off? Like what's, what are the rules? Yes. It's like, it's like tensing a muscle. I mean, that's according to the comic books. That's what it's like. Great. But he, uh, he's learning it now. I, I, I like that shot. I'm glad we didn't linger on it. I'm actually glad we didn't waste time going like, how does that work? I'm just like, yeah. who cares? I also glad we don't see the little, like the little things, the little hairs. First really yeah. Little that's, hairs. that's fine. And I also like that. Um, uh, I, th- that joke is actually well set up cause he's typing and then mm-hmm. suddenly it's just nonsense. And then he lifts. It. It's like, Oh, that was yeah, actually a like, well-paced little visual gag. It works. Yes. Yeah. So, um, uh, Peter is now like full on, like he's on the roof reading about Kirk Connors. Like yeah. he's embracing that spider life and he goes to Kirk Connors home, which <laughs> why didn't he do that before? If he could just do that, why all the Oscorp shenanigans, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, he didn't. He didn't look too hard. You know, he didn't, he didn't click that next research result on Bing, yeah. uh, or whatever. I don't know. I've never used Bing, so I have no idea how the interface is. Yeah, it, like, it, it might be like It just might be better than Google. Who knows? Um, yeah. 
so um, Connors lets him in, and we discover uh, uh, when he finds out that this is Richard Parker's son, um, yep. and um, he claims that he doesn't know why Richard ran. Um, and uh, we get a moment like Peter catches a cop with like, oh, nice reflexes, that sort oh, of. He's got powers. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the the apparently he and, so Connors and Richard Parker were laughed at their ideas until um they it, his dad was responsible for the spiders that are guests are creating the webbing that Oscorp. I'm getting ahead of myself, owns... but there's questions about are they using it? Are they not using it? Is it just there? Right. Anyway. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so Richard leaving derailed Connor's research, and that's that's why Connor's claims he didn't reach out because he was angry about that. Which, as far as justifications for that go, fine. Although it does, I, I do have a problem with blockbuster movies where they feel the need that like this needs to be the first time everybody's meeting. Like yeah. in Sam Raimi's Spider Man, he already knows Mary Jane, he already knows Harry, he already knows Norman. There's already relationships in place, so yep. it, you're able to like build off that you don't like by starting yeah. like this is the first time they're meeting it's like well then to get to point b there's a lot of road we got to walk to get to point b yeah you need to have the yeah you won't believe that like kirk connor's cares about peter yeah but they do the shorthand where it's like i feel i i wronged richard i'll make up for it by like sh- by, by shortcutting my relationship with peter yeah and it's and it's uh, but i just feel like there's a way that we could have done this where like do oh, yeah. what the mcu did where ben's already gone and peter right. already knows kurt and kurt's trying to be a mentor because of all the stuff we just talked about with the richard parker and that's where we start the movie like that's where we're at, oh yeah you right can cut the, the first 25 minutes of the movie yeah yeah you don't need any of that i mean like I, I and this feels like a good time to mention. I, I am kind of baffled that we didn't like. I don't. I don't know why they felt the need to go back to the beginning. I feel like we could have easily James Bonded this shit or Batman Forever yeah. this shit. Where it's like, listen, it's new actors. It's kind of a new direction. If you want it to be a continuation, it can be. If you yeah. want it to be a reboot, it can be. But we're not gonna. Bo- we're just gonna move forward as if the those first three movies are semi canon and just kind of like right. move on. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I could see them doing that. I mean. You had your high school period. Like, there's yeah. no Peter Parker in the future in any cinema outside of, like, kind of him being in college. But, like, that's not a factor. Yeah. You know, it's just two shots in the Raimi movies. Um, so, yeah. It's it's where they keep doing it. Yes. And I, I, I'm, that's why I'm, like, hopeful about the future of No Way Home and, and more. Where I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. Let's see the same guy. Yeah. Let's, let's, let, yeah, let's evolve past this. Um uh, da, 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 da. So uh, in this moment, uh, so, uh, uh, Peter asks, like, if you got it to work, how much would the foreign species takes over? And Connors is like, well, you know, we never solved this part of the equation, of course, because, again, because Peter's science is a special boy. Uh, he solves it right there on yep. the counter. Right there in front of him. Cool. Yep. Like, How'd you do this? <laughs> now, I, I, I took that to mean that, like, Richard solved it and Peter, like, finished it for him. But that, like, Peter doesn't do it all by himself. It's more like because he had the equation in his dad's briefcase, he finishes it for him, which is actually, like, a kind of callback to Ultimate Spider-Man, where, like, Peter solves Richard's formula for the Venom... For the webbing! For the webbing. His dad invented the webbing, and he finished the formula. His dad was like, I got this idea, here's the equation, kinda. That's actually way better, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, big time. That's that's way better. and, and, And you could kind of say, like, oh, most of the big breakthroughs from the from Oscorp are actually connected to Richard Parker and his efforts. Um, but they don't say that, which is like weird that they don't do that. But in any case, uh, yeah. So I, I took that to mean that he like finished Richard's formula, but he didn't want to tell Connors that he has like more data from yeah. his dad. Yeah. So he's like, Oh, it's me. It's all me. 
<laughs> sure. Yeah. That's yeah. I I still don't like like how much he's pulling from his dad because again, it just goes back no. to that like chosen one stuff, and it's like it just makes yeah, Peter no. feel like a more contrived character. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So uh, now we get this whole sequence. We're back in high school. Flash is being a dick on the at basketball practice, and he like ruins a banner that this one girl's working on. And uh-huh. and uh, Peter gets involved because he likes to inject himself into these things. Um, I like I like him doing that. He's he's fun. Yeah, like, yeah. He's 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 just like I can't help myself. Like which is actually kind of Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. Like Spider Man always inserts himself in those situations, and with like a quip or a joke, and he's like, I'm not supposed to be here, haha, yeah. but I'm going to ruin your fun. He, like it's like. That's something Peter Parker always does. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get a whooping for this. Also, I want to, in my head canon, that girl is Jessica Jones. Great. I love that. That's that's cause fantastic. Because Pete and Jessica went to the same high school together and she had a crush on him. I'm going to throw that in there. That girl is Jessica Jones love it. in the Mark Webb universe. I love it. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of that. Um, so, yeah. So, they, he, he starts clowning um flash because now he has spider powers and he straights up which by the way then he runs to the backboard that's traveling it's not as impressive as he thinks it is uh and he demolishes the backboard and there's a few moments in this movie where it's like if i were part of midtown high i would be having some questions (laughs) oh yeah oh he's there's a couple of moments where he's like i'm spider-man yeah yeah by the way everybody (laughs) in case you were wondering um yeah so uh 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 uncle ben uh is is angry about it in kind of like a weird way he's like did you humiliate that boy it's like yeah so i didn't yeah, hurt what? him it's humiliating also, a like, crime now yeah he he bare he made fun of him a little bit and then pushed him kind of on the ground yeah like the real problem was all the glass that's mm-hmm. the real problem and did you ever see catch me if you can uh it's been a yes but it's been it's, a minute it's been a while yeah. Uh, I love that movie, but like, there's a great moment where uh, DiCaprio is picked up by his father, who's Chris Walken, after doing something at school. Yeah. It's just that kind of scene. But like, mom is furious, and then dad, like, mom, like, walks away in a huff, and then dad looks at him and just starts laughing, yeah. and the two of them leave. And I'm like, that's what I was expecting from Uncle Ben. Yeah. But I also appreciate that Uncle Ben's like, made you feel good, huh? Hmm? Yeah, mm. you feel good being a, being a clown. Well, guess what? Like, uh. Like that's the feeling you shouldn't be addicted to. Yeah. Like that's that 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 good feeling you get from hurting others is bad. And I'm like, that's an Uncle Ben lesson for another time. Yeah, and it also feels like kind of a modus operandi, uh, modus operandi of this movie. Hey, do you feel good? Feeling good is bad. This is a serious Knock it movie because we're taking this seriously. <laughs> another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, so Uncle Ben's like really worked up about it, and it seems mostly because he had to move his shift around. Which also, I don't. Did he need to come down? Whatever. He's, he's Where does he work? I don't. Well, he makes. Oh, in the, one of the deleted scenes, he apparently drafts bridges. Uh, oh, which then what? Kurt Connors is like, bridges are the conf- America's cathedrals, and it's like I don't know what the fuck that means, but okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, because Uncle Ben's kind of got an inferiority complex. Like I'm not as smart as your dad. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. What? Who cares? Uncle Ben also says, like, I, I'm he specifically says, I'm not angry at the ba- about the backboards. Like, I would. Uh, they say he's not going to have to pay for it, which is also baffling. I'm sure he would have. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, insured out the ass. All right, fine. 
Um, it's weird. That whole scene is weird. Yeah. So, uh, uh, this Gwen shows up and, and I do like this. I like uncle Ben's little like wave getting back of him. Like, Oh, you're on, you're on Peter's computer. I'm his parole yeah. officer. It's like, that's cute. I'm into that. I'm his parole officer is adorable. Uh, him saying like, my nephew wanks it to you, uh, is a little, a little more on the nose. I feel bad for, uh, for Peter in that scene. Yeah. But, uh, uh but I like that Gwen isn't like repulsed by it. No, she's into, listen, she's committed. She's already decided that, that Peter's, this Peter's this guy. Um, and he literally stumbles ass backwards into getting on in a date with her. Like he fumbles the ball so many times, but again, she's committed to making it work. Um, yeah. Which, doing a lot of heavy lifting. Honestly, that's kind of true to life. The lady oh, being committed yeah. to making a whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, it's all in spite of us. Uh, there's a stupid Coldplay needle drop that I hate. I just hate. I there's so many bad needle drops in movies like this. Yes. I just yeah, hate it. Time. It's just yeah, yeah it's stupid. Um, that's totally fair. Peter practices his uh, practices his powers while he's skateboarding because and again, I do not like that Peter is a skateboarder. It makes him way too cool. Uh, <laughs> we see him swinging on chains. Uh, and the honest, chains thing. I'm like, why is he swinging? Like, d- uh, all right. But again, it, I will say that it is one of the few moments of like joy in this movie. It is not as fun or as energetic or as as um, concise as anything in Spider-Man no. One. No. But it's not awful. Um, it's not. I liken it to the to the I'm, I'm learning to fly Man of Steel scene, which is the only time Superman smiles. smiles. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, when he's like, I, I, I'm, I can fly. I'm better than you. Now I'll smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I can't wait to use my powers to beat up people. Um, <laughs> uh, murder and frowning. Murder and frowning are my, what I'm going to do from now on. That's uh, my great power. Zack Snyder's like, literally like, I'm in Ayn Rand a lot. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. That guy is a very Atlas shrug. Yes. Anyway. Um, so uh, back at Oscorp, Connors is giving a tour of the lab. Um, Peter recognizes a specific machine. And it's... It's like movie. The movie stops. Oh my god! The, like, machine. the machine. The movie stops. Is like, hey, this is this is going to be part of my villainous plan later. Um, if they, yep. Connor's like, yeah, it was meant to disperse. Like, if you wanted to get the polio vaccine, everybody, <laughs> without their consent, we could just launch it into space. And yeah, Peter's like, that seems crunch. super cool. And Connor's like, well, not to everybody. Some people thought you could use it for a virus, which like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's yeah, or mustard gas or anything aerosol based. Like, why is it here? It's like, yeah, it, this is clearly meant to be a weapon, and also it's been there long enough that Peter recognizes it. Why is it still around? Why didn't you dismantle yeah. it? It's taking up a lot. It's it's taking up a lot of floor space. Yeah, it has like a thing around it, like <laughs> in its own case. No, that that I was like. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about his dastardly lizard plot. Yes. I forgot about that. Which and that's uh, what everybody everybody when you're talking about lizard stories, it's all about the machinations with that guy. It's not that he's a raging lizard monster. It's that the plans. You got to worry about them yeah. plans he's got. Just schemes. Uh, he's a schemer. Um, yeah, I do kind of think like we shit on Spider Man three, but I do kind of think lizard is the type of villain that could use like another villain <laughs> like another like you could you could pair lizard with another one because yeah. lizard you know because lizard you, d- you don't want him to be lizard anymore as opposed to his villains where it's like you, you're not going to stop vulture from being vulture yes you know yeah and lizard also could have really benefited from some sam raimi stuff yeah. because raimi would have used puppets and stuff oh, yeah God. yeah uh, you will get uh, i will get into the lizard design next episode because boy do we have to wait for the lizard to be a thing in this movie yeah we're already an hour in and uncle ben isn't even dead uncle yet Ben's not dead listen at this point in spider-man one uh green goblin was already nuking the board like he was, <laughs> yeah. um anyway spider-man and green goblin have fought already <laughs> 
So uh, uh, Peter solves the regeneration process again because he's a special boy. And Connors takes the largest hypodermic needle in the world oh to the tiniest God. mouse and like puts the whole dose in that mouse. And I'm like, God damn, that mouse, yeah. that mouse is taking a lot right now. Yeah, you better get a couple more mice because that's not going to work. Um, so, oh my God, I I have little, oh, for yeah. those that don't know that I partition my notes and I give myself little headers. And this one is your father lived by philosophy. <laughs> um, uh, so Peter Ugh. arrives home super late in, in the meeting. He silences a call from uncle Ben. Uh, Ben's waiting for him outside. He's pissed. Uh, oh, and yeah. I do like Good this. Stuff. I do like this though. Cause it is anybody that's had parents argue where they're not on the same page where the one's like hey maybe dial it back and the other one's like no principles no um so he's like this because of you yeah <laughs> exactly so um uh uncle ben says you're a lot like your father this is the full quote you're a lot like your father you really are peter and that's a good thing but your father lived by a philosophy a principle really he believed that if you could do good for things for other people you had a moral obligation to do those things that's what's at stake here not choice responsibility and it's like i just missed picking up on may this feels like a more existential are you dealing are you okay uncle ben like are you dealing with something yeah. right now <laughs> yeah uh, first of all uncle ben would never snap it at may secondly uh, P- richard parker living by a moral philosophy about like di- but with great power comes great responsibility sucks yeah uh the fact that uncle ben would use it i i, I like the you know they're talking about all these retcons and crap in this movie in the next movie where they're like oh this actually is this it'd be great if like He's like, okay, he's not listening to me. He idolizes his dead father. Maybe I'll make the mantra his dad's. Yeah. And then he finds out later it's actually Uncle Ben's or something. Like, But it's 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 just for no reason. It's all over the place. It's so, it's so weak. Well, and it's also I don't, weird I don't... because, like, a little context. There's a lot of lines in this where you're like, wait. It's very much, like, script language like like oh yeah like if you try to ground this in any sort of humanity you're like wait what's what's happening what are we saying oh no no, everyone has a line like that and what's unfortunate is uh, there is a way to ground this if peter was like no i was with kirk connors i helped i did this great scientific thing and ben's like that's great your intelligence is a gift but with that gift comes responsibility on major responsibility bing bang boom we're there like where it doesn't that's all you needed yeah. yeah yeah it was a great way to do that to fumble the ball completely the scene sucks uh, uncle ben aunt may and peter's acting in this scene is phenomenal yeah, it's phenomenal it's too bad that it sucks and, like, <laughs> and andrew garfield's peter's comeback it, yeah. for this move for what this it? movie's doing is great he's like oh that was my dad's philosophy well then where is he it's like oh that actually yeah. is really cut the legs under <laughs> under out of uncle ben right then yeah oh well i guess that's fair and then uncle ben i love how like aunt may says just let him go and he's like now nah, i'm gonna chase after him and i'm like don't do that <laughs> yeah um we uh, there was a retconning in Spider-Man three to Uncle Ben's death. Uh, that uh, anyway, if that works better, the, the whatever explanation for Sandman in that movie actually kind of works here because like Uncle Ben yeah. really did like put himself he in a situation. <laughs> uh, he he Uncle Ben in this movie is to Thomas Wayne in Batman vs Batman v Superman like, where he's like ah, Uncle Ben asked for it. <laughs> Like that's not your fault, Peter. You do not have to carry that. He jumped after a gun. Why would he? Do yeah. That? So so uh, as Peter's leaving, he goes to slam the door, and the glass breaks because he's super strong. I, I do I like that. Scene. Yeah, I do like that. I do like they do it a lot uh, in the first season of Supergirl, where it's like little mm. little gestures to remind you, like, oh yeah, they're super strong. Um, right. uh, Peter tries to buy milk. This <laughs> seems so fucking forced. Uh, like it is very forced. I I really I liked that he took 
the milk and threw it to Peter. That was his thanks. Yeah, when it, yeah thanks. Um, thanks. Uh, when, this is another situation. So T-Bone won't let Peter take the two cents to buy his milk. Uh, and yep. then immediately this guy robs him. And this is another situation. Like, I was wondering if it would feel differently in this movie because the context is different. It's like, no... I'm team robber, man. Like, yeah, no, screw this yeah, guy. Well, you're supposed. I think that's the idea: is you're supposed to be on the robber's side. Yeah, but then like, the you're supp- the problem is then the movies are like, actually, that was the wrong choice. You shouldn't have been. Right. You chose the wrong well, choice wheel in this video game, and it's like, no, I'd still make the. I know we. Yeah, no, screw that guy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, but the right thing. That's it's still the right thing. to The do. right thing like, to do is punish this poor guy that's trying to make money, as opposed to this whatever. It's like, I, fuck all yeah. these people. I don't give a shit. Um, anyway. No, no, it's true. Um, yeah. uh, Peter doesn't help. Fuck T Bone. The guy's name is literally T. His name edge says T Bone. Sure. Um, he's good, by the way. He's a he's a good douche. Yes, he is. Uh, the thief, when he's running away, trips and drops his gun in front of Ben, and it's like huh. Ben's response is to, "Oh, I'm gonna go for the gun." Why? 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 Run away. Run down an alley. No. Kick the gun away. Do so. Get away. <laughs> yeah. Leave. Let it go. But no. No. Apparently, we, it's, it's awful. Apparently, Uncle Ben thinks he's John Wick, uh, and yeah. um, and for no reason he doesn't know what that guy did. It's it's awful. It's awful. Maybe he's a cop. You don't know. You don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. Peter hears the gunshots, goes to find Ben. Um, this is another scene, the death of Ben, where it's like Garfield really cranks it up to eleven on this one. Like, oh he's, yeah, he's 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 doing it for the people in the back row. Uh, yep, he sure is. Um, yeah, I like it. I, I like it, but it's also like I I feel bad. I I don't remember. And I watched it yesterday. Uncle Ben doesn't say anything, right? He's just dead. That's a good point. I don't think... Yeah, I think <laughs> he's just dead. Yeah, I think, I think he's, he's just, just dead. dead. And it's like, that's kind of horrible. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> Although, what's worse? Chris, Chris Robertson saying Peter, like he can't see him oh, and then dying? Wow. Or, or just being a corpse? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think... The Cliff Robertson one's more devastating. It's more. It's more. It's more anyway, that wrecked me. I was in the theater. I'm like, I'm supposed to be cool. Yeah. Why am I crying? I know this guy's supposed to be dead. <laughs> it was supposed to happen. It's destiny. Um, yeah. <laughs> so back in the house, the cops show uh, Aunt May a police sketch. I will say, going back to the deleted scenes, Peter's not there. Yeah. Like he doesn't see that. Car thief or, or store thief guy is the one that sh- that shot him, and it's not until he okay. sees the police sketch and it's like, well, that's a s- stretch because that's not like the police sketch is like great <laughs> it's not a photo yeah no yeah. um yeah. uh and we see that uncle ben left a voicemail because of course he did because we're, we're, this is of course going to come back in the, in the movie we're gonna and then we're gonna steal this and do it again in the second movie is it clear the dead person recorded themselves and he has to listen to it and it punctuates the moral lesson of the last movie and of course we did it in Zack snyder's justice league i hate it it's so oh, contrived yeah. um I, I hate it do is it clear in this version of the movie, when this call was left, because because no. uh, it's like, was this when he was waiting for him to come home when he was mad, or did he call him? Because in the deleted scenes, on the way, <clears throat> in the deleted scenes, we see while Ben's looking for him, Peter looks at his phone and he's missed five voicemails. So it's like, oh, so this happened post when Peter ran away, pre Ben getting killed. In yes. the movie proper, it's like, wait, when did this voicemail happen? No, we just see him kind of walking around and Peter hiding from him. That's it. Yeah. We don't really see any of that. <clears throat> um, so now uh, in in uh, school, Peter uh, kids avoid Peter like he has the plague. Uh, Good stuff. This moment, this might actually be my favorite moment in this movie. Flash comes to talk to Peter. Peter yep. is uh, not having it. He thinks Flash is going to start <laughs> shit. He pins Flash yep. against the locker, and Flash says it feels good, right? 
And then he's yeah. like, I'm sorry. Like, which, which implies Flash has gone through some shit. Yeah. And he says he, he's sorry. And he like, it's, it's a really genuine moment. And it's like, oh, yeah. this is really compelling. Like, this is actually really that was works. good. Yeah. It makes sense. The guy who made 500 Days of Summer made this movie. It's, those, those moments are like, oh, you're making a drama. Yeah. Like about, about young people. Cool. Yeah, Flash is like your uncle died, man. I'm not. I'm not a psycho. Yeah, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm not but a cartoon I'm... <laughs> supervillain. I'm. I can't. You know. Yeah, maybe I came on a little strong when I said your name, but like, you know, I'm not gonna pants you. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a version of Flash that it's like I'm. The, for the first time, I'm kind of bummed we didn't get more. Agree. Because uh, it's like the, wow. We can, does Flash even show up in Amazing Two? I don't think so. If he does, he's like in one shot, but he's not like he's not a character at all. Ugh. No, we we can't we can't. And wouldn't it have been great if Flash was in the second one because instead we had to trade him for for Dane DeHaan, <laughs> and it's like and he's so terrible. Anyway, anyway, that's, that's, next movie. that's the next movie. Uh, but I like this Flash. Yeah, yeah, I was sad to see that. And then Gwen co- shows up and hugs him, and he gets away from her. Yeah, yeah he's like, no, stuff. I don't want that. No, until later. No hugs. No, no hugs for me. <laughs> I'm later. a sad boy. Um, <laughs> so uh, Peter starts looking for trouble in the streets. He beats up um, um, some p- pimps and thugs in an alley. I the impression I got was the guy was a pimp and he was talking to one of his, the ladies that works for him. Makes sense. Anyway, yeah, well because she defends him. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the the. Um, uh, he they chase him up a building. This is it, to, for me. This very much feels like the scene where um, Peter is chasing the thief in Spider Man One. Except again, less fun and way more labored. Like way just yep, way more totally. forced. Um, yeah, well, let's do it six more times. Yeah, uh, they chase him up to the roof somehow. He falls through the thing, and they're like shouting after him, like "I saw your face, I saw your face." And he's in yeah. the ring, and he looks up, and he sees like the Luchador signs. He's like, "Oh, a mask." <laughs> Yeah. Um, right. Well, because he's like, yeah, I saw your face. You're gonna have to wear a mask from now on. And then he sees the mask that looks like Spider Man, and I'm like, all right. I mean, I, 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 you know, you're watching this movie, and you're like, okay, well, we're not gonna do half this shit from the comic books or from the Raimi movie. And then when we get to the wrestling ring, I'm like, that's kind of a cute. If you're gonna do this kind of like Batman movie, yeah, having the ring at all is kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's a little little bright spot. Um, that's it. So he starts. Uh, um, uh, he starts wearing the mask. He creates a Where shitty costume. I do like, again, I've said this before, I do like that every version of Spider- Cinematic Spider-Man has their own shitty first costume. Yes. Um, uh, uh, unsurprisingly, Andrew Garfield is the least fun of the shitty costumes. Naturally, yeah. I do like one, it was like one little like Raimi move in this movie is when that shot, where, yeah, the Dutch angle where Peter's in the background and the guy's robbing. It's like, oh, the good movies. I remember these. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do I, do I miss those? Um, Peter buys a pack of the bio cable. He gets a case of the bio cable and I'm unsure how. He gets a case. Yeah. No, he, he clearly orders it off the internet because there's, there's like, because I was like, wait a minute. Did he go back and steal it? But then I saw like there was like shipping yeah. With labels. So I'm like, okay, he ordered that. So they just sent, they, they'll just send it to you. And also, it's web fluid. Like, now I did like that he, like, retrofits it into a web shooter. Into a watch. Into a, he into makes, a yeah, watch. Yeah, he, he, he retrofits it into the watch to make the web shooter. So it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, is that going to work? But uh, what's your propulsion system like? But, uh, but at least. He does. It, it's actually it's not unlike the the code that Richard wrote. Where it's like I take something that other people did, and then I piggyback off of that, and I make the thing that I can use. Um, but like, does he have to keep ordering more web fluid from Oscar? Will he? he yeah. That can't be cheap. 
No. Uh, and also, what does Oscorp use it for? Because he watches. We see him watch a video, and they're like, "Oh, we can uh, pull an airliner. We don't even know pull an airliner. Why? We don't even know the limits." It's like, wait, but 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 you should know what you use it for, Oscorp. So what do you yeah. you use it for? Is it to haul airliners? <laughs> right. I assume that like because I uh, in the comics they've lately in the comics they've actually addressed like the practical applications of web fluid. But back in the day, like when Peter did invent the web fluid, like within the first two issues of Amazing Spider-Man, he tries to sell it. <laughs> and they're like, what do we have? What practical applications could an adhesive that dissolves after an hour yeah. have? And he's like, I have no idea. <laughs> and I'm like, I like the idea that in this, it's like Oscorp's like, we created this thing. We had all these great ideas, uh, but it dissolves after an hour. So there's no use. <laughs> it's a waste of money. And it's like, I'll take it. And they're like, okay, as long as this one kid from Queens keeps buying it, we'll, we'll keep shipping it. <laughs> we'll keep shipping it to him. I mean, listen, we invented it 15 years ago, and we have this lab still making it. We'll figure it out one of these days. One of yeah, these days. Well, well, you're going to want a warehouse full of this yeah. unsellable merchandise. <laughs> Maybe it's like a tax write-off or something. Um, yeah, so uh, whatever. He creates the – and I do like the scene where he's creating the web fluid, and I don't even yeah. necessarily hate that it's based off something because it is a bit like, like him just coming up with the web fl- – him coming up with the web fluid cold feels like a stretch, but then again, he did just solve Kirk Connor's whole thing, so it's not like a stretch right. for this Spider-Man. And not for this Spider-Man, not for this like contrived movie. Uh, um, anyway, so he, he it, tries uh, he instead of like starting small, he literally goes to the tall one of the tallest buildings in New York and like handstands off of it. Up. Yeah, what? Uh, also, oh, that reminds me. This is one of the coldest, most inhospitable emptiest new yorks i've ever seen in cinema like it is so cold and sterile and like it doesn't feel like vancouver you know where it's like it's new york and i'm like not even close yeah it's just like it just feels empty yeah and like without character like raimi's new york is a character it's like hey we're all walking here this you this new york is just like and and by the way in this movie he says i'm walking here so like that's but it is this it's it's in that universe (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in this movie, it's just New York is just this. I mean, and it, and it's important. And I like him swinging around, and I like Gwen's apartment. And there's some like real hallmarks of New York. But like when he swings uh, across that like uh, that restaurant yeah. or whatever, and, and no one's sitting there, and no one's on the street, and there's no car, and mm-hmm. I'm like, not even like a not even a person. Yeah, not you know, like every, the Raimi movie. There are people. They're all hilarious characters, yep. but. You know, in this movie, it's just that it's either empty or it's cold and it's miserable. And I'm like, ugh. And the other like thing with this scene, you think about the, the Sam Raimi one. Like, when he first swings, he literally face plants into a billboard. Well, what does this Spider-Man do? He, like, does this, like, cool little land on a chair and, like, whatever. He and, hits the tables, but it's, like, a cool little theater kid move. And yeah, it's, he like... Is, yeah, he's still Zach Morris in this movie. Yeah, like, man. That's a great... Zach Morris is 100% <laughs> what this version of uh, uh, Peter Parker is. Um <clears throat> So anyway, he learns to swing. Uh, now uh, uh, he's got a makeshift police <laughs> scanner, and uh, he's chasing down a very random guy. And this is where we yep. see Captain Stacy for the first time in this movie, 50 minutes yep. in, one of our key characters, part of the emotional fulcrum of the climax, not showing up till 50 minutes into the movie. 50 min- minutes, yeah. Um, uh, he says, uh, he, call, he calls he calls, uh, calls Spider-Man. He's not a vig- one of his other cops. He's like a vigilante. He's not a vigilante. He's an anarchist. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> Fuck you, Captain Stacy. This guy. Right? Holy crap. And, uh, of course, he Dennis Leary, uh, because Rescue Me is a thing right now. Yes. Did you know? Yeah. Rescue Me exists. So we cast him 
everybody's That's favorite it. show that we still like to talk about to this day, Rescue Me. Everyone loves Rescue Me, but literally, I remember being like, "So you can't because Rescue Me? Like you just you just didn't have time. Yeah, you didn't want to. You don't want to bother. And you didn't want to. You didn't want a ninety-seven-year-old man like you did in the last. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, um, and it just Captain Stacy really goes out of his way in every scene to just remind you how much he fucking sucks. He just sucks. Yeah, what a dickhead he is! Like he's, what a miserable like fascist. He is. Yeah, one hundred percent. So anyway, uh, Peter drops off a guy, webs off a guy to them. Um, and he gets home and this is where we get to the whole, uh, costume sequence. He's like spandex, everything spandex. I don't know what he's looking for. Is he for. saying like, I don't want it to be spandex or is he saying like, I need, it's like nutty professor where it's like, it's all spandex. Yeah. yeah it's I don't know. Unclear, but he's looking at like sports stuff. He's following two kids at school that are, uh, rejects from the big bang theory. Um, I love those guys. Cause he's like, Oh, that's a good idea. And I'm like, you're stealing nerd facts from these nerds. You're not a big enough nerd to have these thoughts. What what does he get from them? Because you're right. It is like they're talking about like momentum and I, I swing. He's like, and he's like, aha. And I'm he's like. coming up with like how to swing properly. And I'm like, what? Sure. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, he screen prints part of his costume, even though it is obvious for anybody that looks at the costume. Like that's a little bit yeah. more than screen printing is going on to make this costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we get what literally so we watched some of the special features because uh, we were watching a 3D so there was a behind the scenes about the 3D and they literally call this for anybody that remembers that video game Mirror's Edge like the first person yeah. parkour game these yeah, first person exactly. sequences they literally call the Mirror's Edge sequences like literally uh, uh, just just uh, calling it what it is and we get the Mirror's Edge first, ed- first person Mirror's Edge yep. sequence um, uh, and he's on top of a building. He gets a call from Aunt May. She wants eggs. This will be shockingly important later. Um, yeah. uh, so we get to, uh, this car thief who is the, apparently the most high tech car thief in all of New York. Cause he's got a little like decoder thing. Oh my on God. It. Yeah. He must have stolen it from Oscorp because they have all this high tech. <laughs> highfalutin tech that is superfluous and unnecessary yeah it's just like well, anyway he gets into the car peter's already in there spider-man's already in there and i do uh how though but because there's no windows broken he does he have the decoder anyway um and uh, uh this is finally an hour into this yeah. movie we get andrew garfield spider-man and he doesn't suck it's he's, he's got the quips uh he's kind of yeah. an asshole uh the, the guy's like what are you a cop and he rips into the guy because like of course i'm not a cop what are you thinking <laughs> yeah in this in this tight red and blue suit i'm like yeah it's good stuff this is really good yeah uh yeah help me out here i did end up turning on the subtitles uh, uh later just to make sure i didn't miss oh. stuff when he go he lunges at the guy they get out of the car he lunges at the guy does he yell crotch Yes, that's great. He easily, right? There's no way he does it. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh, he yells, crotch. <laughs> he he, he uh, pins the guy to the wall. He starts webbing him. I will say the editor and me couldn't help but notice there's this weird like time lapse cup. Yeah, we're doing like a jump jump cut for no reason. It's like, he's like, been webbing him for an hour. Like <laughs> it's like I don't. And it's they don't normally. If you do that, you're going to do it a couple times to give you a sense of like passing of time. And it's just one. And he should be covered in webs because it's like that's the joke, right? It's like he's been he's webbing him for like a while. Yeah. It's baffling. No. It's confusing. I don't know why the jump cuts there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, the guy, it, it, before that, the guy pulls out a knife, and of course, Spider Man's making fun of him because, like, oh, I'm going to be hurt by a knife. Although, that I liked. You might. Like, the guy doesn't know. I don't. He doesn't know what your deal is. <laughs> you, you're not. You're just, this is literally your first night out of Spider Man. He doesn't know what your deal yeah. is yet. Um, uh, so then suddenly, Peter, like, gets super creepy and, like, up close to him and, like, looks for the tattoo, and it's like, this is weird. <laughs> Um, it was very it's it, tonally inconsistent <laughs> um and then uh, a cop rolls up 
and uh, tries to shoot Spider-Man almost since the guy being webbed. I One thing I do like about this movie is how consistently um, the cops are obsessed with Spider-Man uh, to the to, – they just hate him. And it's like it's good yeah. – like – I, I prefer Spider-Man basically being hated by everybody, especially the cops. Yeah, no, it, well, and it's very much, that's a classic Spider-Man trope. It, it, I, I like that a lot, especially since the last one where everybody loves Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. Although we do get a little of the DNA of the the previous Spider-Man movie does infect this one in the end, uh, end run. Um, yeah. Uh, Garfield really plays up the New Yorker aspect when he's Spider-Man. This is where you get the like, I'm walking here, all that stuff. I'm walking, I'm swinging here. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. Um, He swings. He's doing a good voice though. I like his voice. It's a good voice. I I was a little confused. He leaves the cop and he straight like runs for like a block, and then he hops up on a truck and then he webs and it's like, but why did just web away? Because we because we're doing this action sequence with a real person. Like we're doing wire work. We want to we want to get to that. Like, all right, but like why though? Yeah, yeah, but like why is he doing it? uh, yeah. After this, uh, it, 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 Peter gets like hit by like a bus and everything when he's swinging away. And I like yeah. James Horner's music starts playing because this is a first time Spider Man swinging away. And the music yeah. builds like this is the coolest thing we've ever fucking seen. And it sure yep. isn't. It's just this. It's no. Just- <laughs> no, it's dark. I can't really see it properly. It's not that the, the music is fine. It's very much like wallpaper in this movie. Yeah. I, I, Especially when Lizard came up, like when Lizard finally shows up, I'm like, "Where's the theme? Yeah, like where's the where's the bombastic nature of these characters? Like, play something. Yeah, it just sounded like like it just sounded like filler music. Like, hey, thanks Epidemic Sound for downloading this. Like, <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's just like, and it's James Horner. Yeah. He's great, and he's like, you know." I don't know. Maybe they told him, like, keep it serious. Yeah, listen, yeah serious. You gotta... No jokes. <laughs> this isn't a jokey movie. It's a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> um, yeah, we're making serious money here. So Captain uh, Stacy comes to the cops, and he's like, 38 of New York's finest against one guy in a unitard. Have I got that right? Because, again, Captain Stacy sucks. <laughs> yep. Doing this for the for the, for the, uh, for the trailer. That's what that's for. Yeah. Um, Peter tries to sneak in. May's still up. He forgot the eggs. Um, uh, May makes him take off his hood, and he sees that he's yep. he's beaten up. And and yep. May says the line, "This is it's not great power and responsibility. That's not what this movie is. This is what the yeah. movie is." When May says, "Secrets have a cost. They're not for free." Um, and the, Sally Field Sally Field sells the shit out of it. Uh, yes, yeah. she's she's good in this. She was a good choice. I remember being like, oh, Sally Field is Aunt May. What a good idea. And she doesn't have much to do, but more than Marissa Tomei. That is true. It is bu- It is a bummer that, like, I I remember Sally Field being utilized a little bit more. And it's like, wow, man, we just never, we never, like, Rosemary Harris was it. Like, Rosemary Harris was one yeah. was, She's Aunt, was May. Aunt May. Um, yeah. And that, I think, totally. is where we should wrap up this episode. This is the... <laughs> This is the halfway point of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Spider-Man at least showed up. Uh, rolling halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. Oh <laughs> Watching my this, God. I'm like, Ugh. I swear to God, when I watched this movie for notes, it took me like four hours to get through it oh, because it was just, yeah. oh my God. Um, so that's it. Listen, if you, if we're, for some reason, we put this out episode out for free. If you want to listen to part two or you want to catch our other discussions about the other Spider Man movies, that's going to be at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Sal, tell the kids at home where they can find you and what they should be looking out for. 
Hi, kids. Look out for uh, our flagship show, Back Issues, on YouTube.com slash Comic Pop, or check us out on our live podcasts each week on Comic Pop Returns, also on YouTube. Or if you like audio stuff, you can find us on uh, Spotify and other places where audio podcasts are downloaded. Uh, seriously, do yourself a favor. Go check all that stuff out. Uh, you uh, like subscribe all whatever go to Patreon that's where that's what I want you to go to Patreon for the rest of these shows yes. uh, uh, thank you all and we will see you all next time for Amazing Spider-Man Part 2